Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is game day. It is the biggest opening weekend in college football history. Number five, LSU. Number 27, Wisconsin. A 2.36 kickoff today here on WWL Tiger Radio from Historic Lambeau Field. Along with T-Bob Bear, I'm Deke Bellavia. Coming up, we'll visit with senior writer at TigerBay.com, Brian Lazar. And don't forget, coming up after the LSU Network Locker Rooms postgame show, it is me with the Purple and Gold Point After. We'll have all of today's college football scores. We'll hear from Coach Miles, the players, get you the player of the game, and we'll open up the phone lines about LSU and Wisconsin coming up after LSU's Network Locker Room show here on Tiger Radio, WWL. Well, T-Bob, there's some big games and some state teams that have already played this weekend and this opening weekend that started on Thursday night. We call it the Boot Report, getting you caught up on everything in Louisiana from a college football perspective. And here's Jordan Fiegel. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's the most wonderful time of the year. The college football season is back and underway in Louisiana, and here's what's going on with teams from around the state. I'm Jordan Fiegel, and this is the Boot Report. Nickel State football fans have to wait one more week before seeing the Colonels take the field. They'll open their season against Georgia on September 10th. Tulane kicked things off for the boot on Thursday night with a visit to Wake Forest. Head coach Willie Fritz made his debut, replacing Curtis Johnson. The Demon Deacons were too much for the green wave, though, and Tulane starts the year 0-1. The Northwestern State Demons paid a visit to the Baylor Bears Friday night. The Demons got crushed, but they get a much more manageable task against Incarnate Word next weekend. ULL got the action starter for the boot today at home against Boise State at 11 a.m. The Raging Cajuns were picked to finish fifth in the league by the coaches this summer after finishing eighth in a disappointing 4-8 campaign in 2015. LSU transfer Anthony Jennings will be under center for Louisiana Lafayette as the Cajuns look to bounce back. The Lions of Southeastern head northwest to Stillwater to take on the Oklahoma State Cowboys at 2.30. Southeastern is also looking to rebound after taking a step back in 2015, going just 4-6 and six and ending the year on a four-game losing skid. Head coach Ron Roberts is confident that his team has what it takes to compete for the Southland title. I think we've got, I've said many times that we've got, I think we've done a great, our coach has done a great job recruiting. And I think we've added all the pieces of the puzzle we need to go compete for a championship. Uh, in this conference, you'd better have them or you're not going to compete for a championship. You better be loaded in the Southland Conference or you're not going to have an opportunity to compete with it. The Louisiana Tech Bulldogs head up to Fayetteville for their opener against the Arkansas Razorbacks. Tech has had back-to-back nine-win seasons under coach Skip Holtz. The Bulldogs haven't beaten an SEC team since they upset Mississippi State in 2008, but they do face an Arkansas squad with just five returning starters on offense. In the day's only boot-on-boot matchup, the Warhawks of Louisiana Monroe host the Southern Jaguars. ULM had a rough 2015 going just 2-11 and and losing 10 in a row. The Warhawks ended the year 11th out of 11 in the Sun Belt, and the league's coaches think that's where they'll end up again in 2016. 
The Warhawks brought in McNeese's head coach Matt Viator to replace Todd Berry, who was let go last season. Southern kicks off against the Louisiana school for the third straight year. The Jags had an up-and-down 2015, but managed a winning record at 6-5. Southern has spent the offseason implementing new defensive coordinator Trey Oliver's 4-2-5 base defense in an effort to improve last year's middling defense. Grambling State hosts the Virginia Lynchburg Dragons at 6 o'clock. The Tigers were the SWAC runners-up last year after an impressive 9-3 season, but they were picked to finish second in their division this year. Since taking over after Grambling's disastrous 1-11 campaign in 2013, head coach Broderick Fobbs has gone 16-8 with one division title. Fobbs talked about what Ole Miss transfer Devontae Kincaid brings to the table at quarterback. He's a very, very driven young man, uh, works extremely hard uh, on the practice field, uh, throws the ball extremely well, and also uh, has the ability to use his legs a little bit. So he's had a really good camp and um, had a really good spring. Um, and uh, really grasp the system and understand the ins and outs of what we want to do offensively. The McNeese State Cowboys receive a visit from the Tarleton State Texans this evening. The defending Southland Conference champs were pegged to finish second behind Sam Houston State. The Cowboys were voted number nine in the country in the FCS coaches poll, though. Tonight will be Lance Guidry's first game as head coach after serving as the Cowboys defensive coordinator for three years. Your number five LSU Tigers are up in Green Bay for a neutral site contest in Lambeau Field against the Wisconsin Badgers. It's a reunion for the Bayou Bengals defensive coordinator Dave Aranda, who spent the previous three seasons with the Badgers. Wisconsin head coach Paul Chris talked about the challenges of facing your former assistant. Everyone's got a base. We do offensively. I think, you know, every team does defensively that we'll play, and, and you prepare for that, and you prepare for some of the things that you anticipate seeing and you have to adjust and react to the things that uh, maybe you didn't prepare exactly for. The most important test for LSU will be how their offense does. Leonard Fournette is rightfully a Heisman favorite, but QB Brandon Harris must be improved for the Tigers to compete for an SEC and national championship. Coach Les Miles knows the Badgers will be a tough test to start the season. They're a uh, very hard-nosed, very physical team, run the football, uh, quality, Big Ten unit. They'll be well prepared and uh, uh, coach will do a great job there. I'm Jordan Fiegel with WWL AM, FM, and WWL.com. All right, Jordan, thank you very much. We'll come back. We'll hear from senior writer at TigerBay.com, Brian Lazar, and we'll get T-Bob A. Bear's prediction, LSU and Wisconsin, coming up at WWL. Senior writer at TigerBay.com, at B-L-D-O-R-E, B-L-D-O-R-E on Twitter. Brian Lazar joined us now. Brian, LSU's defense versus Wisconsin's offense. The last time these two teams played, Wisconsin was coming off a season in which they rushed for nearly 5,000 yards. Last season, Brian, they didn't even rush for 2,000. They went more to a balanced attack. And uh, some say, uh, we talked to some Wisconsin people, it was because they had to go with what was best suited them. Some people feel they'll go back to running the ball more this year. What do you expect to see today against LSU? They're going to try and be balanced and maybe try to make that defense guess, or they're going to go right at LSU? I think they're going to try to run the ball. You know, I understand last year Corey Clement, who was going to be their top running back last year, only played in four games because of a sports year. So uh, he's back, plus Gare uh, Ogwup from Benali, who rushed for, uh, you know, 900 yards last year. He's also back. And they're breaking in a new quarterback. So I, I think that uh, Wisconsin, you know, they're going to try to run the football first. 
And uh, Brian, I'll, I'll go ahead and ask you the uh, Brandon Harris question. It's one that I've avoided for the most of today, but uh, this is another offseason when we hear about how the offense is evolving. They're going to open it up a bit. Yet, Brandon Harris has been largely absent from media sessions. They're kind of hiding him. Where's your expectation level going into uh, the game that, I guess, gets underway now just two hours? Uh, you know, I, I, look, I talked to someone who's seen LSU practice and very close to the program, and uh, they think they're not – they don't know. They don't know what he's going to look like until he actually gets into the game. You know, there's been sometimes where he's looked good and sometimes where, he, uh, you know, in practice sometimes he hasn't. So, look, I think it's pretty simple. If if Harris is complete upwards of 60% of his passes, then I think LSU is going to throw the ball more, and I think they're going to have a very good offense. If he's not as accurate, if he's not as accurate as uh, you know as he should be, then LSU is going to probably run the ball mostly, and you know that's going to be easier for defenses to stop. Brian, now LSU special teams, Darius guys, uh, let's talk about uh, return possibilities and also the kicking and punting situation. You factor in that, and they, you know, nonetheless, my special teams have been better, been good far more of the time than they haven't. Yeah, but. Uh, the special teams have been pretty average, I think, the last couple of years, and they're going to have to be better this year. Uh, Josh Groden, new punter, don't know what you're going to get. Uh, Cameron Gamble will probably handle the kickoffs, which he did most of the time last year. Uh, Colby Delahousie will be the place kicker now. He did that job, you know, a couple of years ago, but he lost it to Trent Domang last year. Uh, so the return game should be okay with guys on kickoffs and Fredavious White on punts, but, you know, you, you have new long snapper, new punter, uh, new field goal guy. So, again, that's going to be something where you're not going to really know what's going to happen until they get out there in the game. All right, Brian, LSU and Wisconsin, give us your keys to today's game and uh, give us your take how you think this one's going to play out. Well, look, I think the first, first of all, Wisconsin's offensive line is rather inexperienced, only one returning starter. Uh, LSU's got some experience on the defensive front, even though Frank Heron, the, the, a key backup, will not play today. So I think that LSU needs to be able to shut down the Wisconsin running game. If Wisconsin can run the ball with some ease and some success, some success uh, I don't think that's a good sign for LSU. So I, I think that's the most important thing. And on offense, we were waiting to see, you know, how Brandon Harris plays. Uh, this LSU team is better than the LSU team that played Wisconsin two years ago. This Wisconsin team is not as good as the Wisconsin team two years ago. But the game is in Green Bay, and I think that you have all those uh, Wisconsin kids on the Badgers team that's going to be excited playing in Lambeau Field. So I think it's going to be a, a pretty competitive game. You know, I, I think that, uh, you know, LSU comes out ahead, but I think it's going to be close all the way. I'm calling it LSU 24, Wisconsin 16. Brian Lazar. Brian, how can people keep up with you on Twitter and let them know what you have up after the game? At BLDOR, at B-L-D-O-R-E on Twitter. And then following the game, I'll have a uh, quick rewind and then an analysis. Brian Lazar. Brian, thank you so much. Okay, thank you, Dick. Talk to you later. All right, and congratulations to Brandon LeBrun from River Ridge. Brandon won a pair of LSU football season tickets to every home game in Death Valley starting next week when the Tigers entertain Jacksonville State. Plus, an LSU prize pack that includes an authentic LSU helmet, replica football, hoodie, and uh so much more. It's valued at sixteen, about eleven hundred dollars. So Whoa. congratulations to Brandon LeBron of River Ridge. Go Tigers! And thank Woo. you for listening to LSU football.
Uh, Brandon, uh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I'm totally shocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's awesome. Uh, you excited for what are you doing for the game today? Oh, I'm going over to a buddy, a buddy of mine's house in Pearl River and going to watch it over there, get some drinks on. Yes. And hopefully we'll beat them. Hell yeah, man. Well, uh, congratulations again, Brandon, and uh, go Tigers. Thank you so much. Go Tigers. All right, Brandon, thank you very much. T-Bob, LSU, and Wisconsin, break it down for us. Yeah, man, so uh, it's finally here, right? And like I mentioned earlier, I love going to like medieval times or ancient times when you start thinking about college football. They're a bit like fiefdoms spread out throughout the country. How I view this one, uh, Deke, is that two years ago, you had these Northmen, the, the, this group of people that you've never really seen before. These Northmen land on your western borders. They try to take the town of Houston. That is obviously security threat to your own kingdom, right? Well, you barely managed to rebuff the attack. They were tenacious. They were powerful. They had you on the ropes. But in the end, you were successful. You sent them back from whence they came. Now... Two years later, you've been preparing. All the supplies are in place. The baggage trains are ready to go. The campaign is finally ready to start as you bring the fight to them, right? You see this throughout history. A group shows up, threatens one, gets rebuffed, and then later, the group that got attacked originally goes on the offensive, and they take the attack to their enemies' homelands. Well, that's what's going on today as the LSU Tigers head up to Wisconsin to play Wisconsin. And when you think about the stakes, Deke, uh, the stakes are incredibly large. The season is quite literally on the line for LSU, right? This is a team that is operating with championship expectations. Well, if you want to reach the championship, you just flat out cannot lose this game. It, when your expectations are that high, the margin for error becomes incredibly small so the season's on the line today this is a team that you know there's questions is the offense actually going to evolve what does this offensive line look like how will these new uh these two new tackles be tested against one of the best pass rushing outside linebackers in the entire country in Vince Beagle you also have Dave Aranda facing up against his old team who wins that chess match who has the advantage how does this LSU defense respond in their first live bullets since hooking up with Aranda, what, just eight months ago? So there's a ton on the line tonight. For me personally, though, I think of it this way. If LSU is as good as we believe them to be, then they should come away with a big win. I think they're, what, favored by 11, 11 mm -hmm. and a half in that range. I think they cover. Uh, I, I think that this is a team capable of accomplishing the goals that they set out for themselves. And Wisconsin's a bit down. In the end, I'm looking at about 34-20, 34-21, uh, somewhere in that range, LSU wins. All right, don't forget, coming up after the LSU Network Locker Room Show, I'm back with you with the point after. We'll hear from Coach Les Miles. We'll get you a full college football scoreboard. We'll go back out to Lambeau, Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. Join us, plus all of your phone calls signing off on LSU and Wisconsin. That's after the game. Thanks so much to Don Ames and Dave Potter and Big John Wick. Now, I'm Deke Bellavia. T-Bob Abair is here with me. T-Bob, take us to kickoff. All right, man. Look, everybody have a great time today. Football season is finally back, and it's the best opening weekend we have ever seen for college football. This is a direct result of the college football playoff, and if you are a college football fan, 
Well, then it just doesn't get better than this. LSU playing in their 26th ESPN College Game Day. They're 15-10 and 10 overall. They're 5-0 and 0 in out-of-conference games. They've also won an FBS record 42 out-of-conference regular season games in a row. Can they make it 43? We'll find out in a couple of hours. Thank you to everyone who got involved in Go Tigers. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.